2. This is member supported KUNV HD2 Las Vegas. Oh the broadcast. All right, I'm not going to lie. What's up? I have the Smashburger menu up right now <laughs> because I had to check it out and see what they have. It but, only makes sense now. And hey, Donna, if you aren't busy after this, if you want to go get some food, let's go. Smashburger on me. Super win. Um, you're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Thanks for joining us. We still have a whole nother hour. Um, really quick, do you like fried pickles? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Right? From Buffalo? Have, but from Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, my gosh. They have so fried far. pickles. I'm going to have to try this. At Smashburger? Yes. Oh, it's a wrap. Never mind. We're yep. going. Yep. <laughs> Say less. We are going. Okay, so oh, we kind of talked about this. I'm so sorry to no. cut you off. Let me plug this now because it's it's a sign right behind me, and I, we're at the station. We'll be crazy. Red Fest tomorrow. Guys, I just got to do, like, a quick little announcement. Red Fest is UNLV's version of their life is beautiful or their Coachella or whatever the case may be. This is our opportunity to put on a festival for us on campus. It takes place tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. In between your classes, show up. After your classes, stick around. Um, I, I, for a second, I thought it was today. That's why I was about to be like, oh, after the show, I'm going out. But again, it's tomorrow. It's the 13th. Is it the 13th? I think that might have been. No, that was last year. It's the, um, it's the 12th it's this the year, 12th. which is tomorrow. So again, I'm okay. I'm, so I'm, wait, where is that taking place? Um, this is in the middle of Pita Plaza, I believe. Okay. Yeah, this should be you'll you'll hear it. Trust me, and you'll see it. But uh, oh, you know what? No, it's right outside the. It might be right outside the SU. Okay. Let me confirm. Let me double check. But um, I got the email yesterday during production day. We were kind of looking about it, talking about it. Um, but yes, but again, like I said, we spent all this money. To go to Life is Beautiful, to go to Coachella, to go to all these different places, to go to uh, Rolling Loud in different states. Like, we do all these different things to go to these different festivals. We have one on our campus. Go support that one, too. That's pretty cool. I'll tell my um, I'll tell my girls today we have practice after. Oh, so, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'll let them know. Stop by and support. It'll be fun. So who puts this on? Uh, the station. Really? The station. It's, it's, a, it's a collaborative thing, but um, I don't want to be wrong, but... Um, pretty sure Smashburger has something to do with it. Um, CSUN has something to do with it. Obviously, student government is going on on campus. Uh, the station, um, the Las Vegas Lights, I believe, this particular time around. Uh, shout out to the Las Vegas Lights Football Club. Um, that's, yeah, I mean, it just we we it's, it's a family partnership with it for sure. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'll definitely spread the word. Let them know. Um, okay, are you ready for some NBA talk? Cause we have a lot to address. Let's do it. Hi, and I just saw Steve Crow on Twitter. Okay, go ahead. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay, so I <laughs> guess that's where we're starting because mm -hmm. first thing I said to you was, what happened? I saw the <laughs> final for the Suns-Warriors game, and I was telling you, if you would if somebody would have walked into a sports book and said, I want to put $10 on the Suns with the money line, it probably would have been like 10 to 1. It made that ten dollars a hundred. Made a hundred a thousand. Like that was crazy. You, that was imagine a board night in 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 Westgate last night, and you're just like, you know what? I, I'm telling you, in the type of way that it would have happened in in somebody that I know situation in my like my circle, I know exactly how that conversation would have happened. Drinking, hanging out, chilling. Man, you know what I should do? I should go bet on the Suns. You're not gonna do it. Yeah. Bet. 
Bet. Bet. Bet. Bet. All right, bet. I'm about to go. I'm about to go do it. I'm not going to do it. All right, say less. Yeah. So that's exactly how the bet would have went, and everybody would have been soaking in their seats afterwards. Like, oh, yeah. you really pulled this one off. How do you... How do you predict like that kind of loss from such a powerful team? Like, is it where the end of the season's coming up? Is it locker no, room drama? Like, can to, you? Some yeah. teams are trying to like gear it up for the playoffs. So I wouldn't say that. I think the way that you would kind of predict a loss like that is if you look at um, schedule. That's the only way I could say it. Okay. Look at and see if Golden State has a back to back on a night where, for instance, maybe both of them are at home, but that first game they play. I don't know, Dallas. Let's not even say Dallas. I'm trying not to give them like a super duper huge team, but I'm trying to obviously yeah. you you there there's a considerable drop off. Right. Let's say they let's say they have a two game homestand, but they host the Clippers, and then right after that they have a home game against the Suns. They're probably not going to be the same type of souped up the way that they were the night before. First of all, I just played last night. Second of all. It's the Suns. Yeah. Come on, bro. Relax. Yeah. Like, and then they, and then if you look at the Suns again, I, I, this is I'm shooting from the hip, but this is the way that you would try to predict that. How often do I say teams that go to Atlanta, if it's the night, like if they have a night off before, I always pick Atlanta. If a team goes to LA and they have a night off before, I'm always rolling with LA. If a team goes to Miami and they have a night off before, always rolling with Miami. So that's the way I kind of – I don't care how bad L.A. is doing, how bad Miami is doing, how bad Atlanta is doing. You get a great team who you know, like you, – you, you get an OKC, for instance. Right. They're playing tough teams in and out of, in and out every night uh, from the Portlands to the Utahs to the Golden States, and then they get a three-day break essentially. Or let, let, let's, let's say two-and-a-half-day break to go down to Atlanta and you get a free day in Atlanta. And I've been in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to. Play. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm about to chill. I've been in Oklahoma City. I'm not about to look at a gym today. I'm about to try to relax, gear up for this game tomorrow. That's what you're telling yourself. I'm gearing yeah. up for the game tomorrow. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. You're just relaxing. But uh, go ahead. You can go ahead and, and get into the Steve Kerr thing because I have a Bleacher Report tweet that I cannot wait to talk about because it's out there now. Oh, yeah. Steve Kerr, it's out there now. Um. Interesting enough, though, so the Suns played Saturday, um, and they played the Trailblazers, and they lost by seven. So then they turned around. So they were actually on a back-to-back. They were on the back-to-back. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, are they not tanking? Like Who, the Suns? Yes. Again, whether or not the front office wants to, I think, not even I think, I know for a fact, certain players want to make certain this, statements. If you're this low, right, isn't it? The point to get the the bigger point for Devin Booker to make is that yeah my team just beat the best probably who's oh, going to yeah. end up being the NBA champions and I just dropped thirty seven eight and ha- I dished out eleven assists okay I'll take that yeah on a this. national stage where you guys all saw me do it yeah that's bigger than me getting Zion oh yeah care. Devin Booker won last night Devin I understand the win for him he was like yo I yeah. understand okay. you guys are saying we're the worst team. Let me let me almost drop this triple double on the best team in the league. That is crazy. Okay, so you want to talk about this because <laughs> it there's a Steve clip. Steve is such an honest guy. He's such a nice guy too. He's very uh, understanding, right, with this team. You, you and know patient. what? It's you funny that tell. you say understanding because with the team, absolutely. But when you say understanding, I approached him, and it's so funny because I seen him at summer league, and this and I tell people all the time, like a person who probably could have had a situation where it was like. 
if he would have gave given me an attitude, he probably had a reason to. But I'm trying to be respectful about it. I didn't know when I would be able to catch him again. And I caught him in the back and he was on the phone. So I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm not going to stand by him. He's on the phone. So I'm kind of like walking up, like away from him. And I'm kind of like on the other end of the hallway. But I know, obviously, in order to go back through the tunnel or go back to the floor, you got to go through this tunnel. So he was like walking toward me a couple of times, but he was still on the phone. And I was like, uh, I'm a chill. I'm gonna just wait. If I missed the opportunity, I missed the opportunity. So he hung up, he came around. And when he came around, I was like, Hey, I reached out, said my name, said who I was writing with, asked, could I get an interview? And I'm going to be completely honest. He, I, I don't think he originally wanted to do it. And you can, you can just see when something clicks in a person's head it clicked that I said UNLV. Really? In his answer, he mentioned Patty McCall. Okay. Steve yeah. Kerr is such a genuine person. Okay. Like, he heard that I was writing for UNLV and was like, yeah, I got to do this one. So it was just like, he didn't, he didn't, again, when I say I got to do this one, I'm thinking in his mind, he was like, oh, this is, th- yeah. this, this would be cool. I'm sure that this would be big for them. Yeah. And it was. And like I said, he didn't have to do that, especially fresh off of a phone call. That he absolutely saw me waiting for him. So, shout out to him. But that's why I know in that situation, um, and just kind of like in a brief conversation I had after uh, talking afterwards, afterwards with him, he's an honest guy. Like he's super honest, super nice guy. Um, a lot of people when they say professional, like when they're talking about a league or talking about like an embodiment of something, you look at Rick Carlisle for coaches. You look at Greg Popovich for coaches. Sometimes you maybe not because the way that he deals with the media, whether it's a joke or not. Right. But you look at Steve Kerr. Yeah. I don't know how much higher you go up on the list of people that are more of a professional than that guy is. Yeah, I could see that. One hundred percent. You know, that's why Lon Kruger here. He mm-hmm. was he was just so professional. Like mm-hmm. he just set the bar very high. That's <laughs> why so it's been rough at UNLV. But okay, right. so we see Steve Kerr. There's a video clip of him. Yes, and he is talking to an assistant coach. Yes, and you can literally read his lips. It's a podcast statement. Okay. It is a podcast statement. But what I will say is this is now we can jump to the segment of it's out there now because Steve Kerr clarified this less than an hour ago. Oh, he did? Yes. Okay. So (laughs) did he clarify it? Okay. So how can I put it? Um, Since it's a podcast conversation, I mean, since it's a podcast statement, you guys will hear us say the actual statement on the podcast. But the thing that I compared it to is I've witnessed my mom growing up. I've witnessed my mom, whether she's talking to um, one of my grandparents, whether she's talking to a cousin, an aunt, whatever the case may be. I've always noticed whether me and my brother, whether me and, again, I'm going to stop saying my brother, but whether it's me and Jarrell and we were doing whatever we were doing. If I know for a fact that I've caught her before looking at my auntie, telling him I'm so sick of Jarrell's mess. Yeah. That's coming from a place of frustration where you've channeled it for so long. So if I know that my mom has said that about my brother before, I know for a fact she said it about me. So when I seen it, I kind of laughed and was like, I mean, it's, 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 it's a place of frustration. Like, he's really like, yo, you might have to talk to him now because I'm not going to be nice about it. And it's going to get worse. But he quote unquote clarified it. But again, a thing that I love about Steve Kerr, he jokes about a lot. He jokes about pretty much everything. He said when they asked about what the what he said in the lip reading, he said that he he basically joked and said, I beg to differ with Draymond's approach. 
they was like, can you basically state on the record what kind of that conversation was or what that statement was? He said, sure. I beg to differ with Draymond's approach. What more do you want? Because he didn't tell you he didn't say it. He did not tell you he did not say it. All he said, because after last night when they asked him about it, he declined to comment. He didn't lie then either. He just said, I'm not going to tell you right now because I'm still upset and I'm probably going to let you have it again. And he has to practice and see what else could work. So, yeah, let me he, just chill. Like let me go home, sleep on it. <laughs> okay, where else? Where does Draymond fit in? Right there. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. So it's it's just funny to me because he never said, no, I didn't say that. Or, oh, you guys are feeding into a story. He was like, yo, I'm going to say it for media so you guys can put it in the paper. But, yeah, you guys saw what you saw. It, it's almost – shout out to Carla. I, I, I always – think of her when i see this meme but nene leaks from real housewives of i don't even know which one it is i think it's atlanta it's just, i don't even know what show it's on women tweet about it i have no idea but i always see this um i think that's i that might have been actually just when i tried to watch with somebody but um nene has this this gif where <laughs> she literally says i said what i said oh yeah that's exactly what steve kerr is basically saying oh, like, yeah. you guys saw it I can joke about it now, but yeah, you guys saw what I said. Can we do a bleeped out version here? Or you want to just wait for the... A bleeped out version? Well, I kind of tried to do it. I'm so sick of Draymond's mess. Yeah. It's the no, cleanest but there way was you a, can do it. Oh, it's additional. I'm so... Yeah. We've yeah. been sick of Draymond's beat, I'm telling right? you, it's a frustration. It's it, You could tell it was a frustration buildup. Like, it was something that he had been... And Steve Kerr just seems like... Again, I could be wrong. I'm not in these locker rooms. Steve Kerr just seems like one of those people, too, that he's pulled Draymond to the side before. Oh, yeah. He's definitely pulled Draymond to the side before. So I feel like him telling Mike Brown that is really like, yo, I'm trying. Yeah. Not only have I, not only am I trying, I've tried. So I'm not sure if he's at, well, I'm not even going to say he's not actively trying because you still got a season to end. But after the season, I told you off air where I believe the situation is going. If they're saying that Clay is their priority keeping the Splash Brothers together, that means you know KD is going to walk. That means Draymond becomes a tradable asset at that point. Like I said, if they turn Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green into Steph, Clay, and Anthony Davis, dog. No. They're still not going away. No, yeah, that can happen. But it might. We said KD can't happen. And it did. Yeah, that's true. And it's still happening. That is true. Like, I mean, yo. So one of them is going next year. KD Who? or... Or Clay? No. Or Clay Draymond? Stayed. Yes, or Draymond. You both think? of them are going probably. One of them, if not both of them are going. One of them is definitely going, if not both of them. You think theirs is personal? like Draymond and KD? Yeah. Absolutely. Because they had that big... You can tell. I mean, like I said, I've been on teams with people that i did not like and we have a season to play through nobody on the on the opposite team obviously knew that we didn't care for each other but in practice teammates knew it coaches knew it yeah you probably gonna have to separate us at some point i don't like you you don't like me you just so happen to be on the same team as me so and we weren't getting paid this is middle school right. like we're doing it just for kind of the fun of it so if I'm getting paid to do it, yeah, bro. Sit on the other side of your locker. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I don't have anything to say to you. We here for nine months, and then I'm leaving anyway. How funny. <laughs> so. Tell everyone your um, what you said Draymond was in high school. Because we said, yeah, I oh, could see him man. being just like, just like to push everyone's Draymond, buttons yes. all the Draymond time. Draymond seems like, 
and and again, everybody has because everybody has those moments, especially if you're in your group of friends, especially teammates. It's as much as it's professional sports, it's high school in the sense of when they're around each other. Oh yeah, it's very high school. I don't care what anybody says. It's high school. It's very high school. Still, from the jokes, from the music, I, just everything. It's that you want to kind of keep that environment. But I said Draymond is the equivalent to. He's not only the key is because everybody plays. He's the equivalent of the kid who plays too much. You could be having a bad day and tell Draymond like, you know what, I'm good. Like, chill today. You could tell him in the nicest way, and Draymond would be like, I was just playing. But like, as he says it, he snatches your hoodie off. Yeah. The wrong person is going to turn around and hit you without saying anything because I didn't told you once to chill. So Draymond just seems like the type that's like if Katie or Boogie is just and Katie, maybe you're in a different situation. But Boogie, I don't think you're trying that too many times with Boogie at practice or not. I think Boogie will if there's no media around. I think I would hope. For the most part, Boogie would make the conscious effort to not have media around. But if him and Draymond got into a spat, I'm, I believe that that would end the fisticuffs. I told you that. Yeah, you're waiting for that one. I'm not necessarily waiting for it because you never necessarily want to see that, especially as grown men. I feel like we can, we can definitely hash it out other ways. Okay. And if we do have to handle it with our hands, you already know how I am. There's boxing gloves there's you know what i mean there's yeah. plenty of different ways like if it truly needs to go yeah. there but i mean it, you both look ignorant street fighting so Definitely. call it what you want but um in in practice like i said and especially in professional sports those spats happen so that's not necessarily street fighting per se it's just like it's an altercation it's not going to go on for very long anyway but i told you once boogie got there the first thing in my mind i thought of it as, as a math equation draymond plus katie draymond's mouth and attitude Plus Katie's, I don't even want to say sensitivity because we're all sensitive about something. Um, plus Katie's Thank tolerance you. level. There we go. I'll say tolerance level. And Boogie's a hand grenade. Boogie's a hand grenade that you may not even realize you pulled the the, the pick out and it may explode. Wait, I just realized something. That took me a second. What's up? So you're saying if Katie walks mm-hmm. and they um, sign Thompson... Draymond's out, and they're going to get Anthony Davis. I can see them doing that. Did you just put Boogie and... AD back together? AD back together. Because that would make me very happy. Wouldn't be. I was mad when they, when Boogie left the first time. I was I too. was like, yo, you guys was... What? Me too. I mean, and again, Drew Holiday is... I believe Drew Holiday is great. So you add Drew Holiday with that, you get him another guard that can shoot the ball. I don't know. You guys could have did something. So I don't know. I know. It's, I was kind of like... You're just gonna leave your boy like that, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get a ring." Yeah, and that's one of the it. ones that I kind of had questions about. And again, I chalk it up because they're 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 friends, so I chalk it up to them probably having a conversation on the side. But again, but see, but he was can't even talk. He about, was hurt, so yeah. he wasn't gonna get. So they let him go. According right? to New Orleans, well, no, he walked because according to New, well, because they he said that they didn't offer him anything. Okay. And according to New Orleans, they actually offered him mid-season while he was recovering from his injury, and he declined it. And I think it was about two year thirty million, which is fifteen million per year, um, and he's making four point six or five point something right now. Yeah. Five point four, something like that. So, um, he didn't want that apparently, and they were like, okay, well, all right. I don't know what else to do. So they kind of took it off and was like, cool. And then um, when free agency hit and they realized he wasn't getting any other offers, 
I mean, now they got to play hardball. They got to do business. And they're yeah. like, well, we'll wait for you to come back. You'll realize that we probably got the best offer out there. And then I'm pretty sure they did probably look at it as a slap in the face when he took the contract that he took from the Warriors. So, I mean, again, like I said, if the conversation happened, it definitely happened off to the side. Boogie does seem like a person that's like, I don't have to clear it with anybody. But I would just hope that if they're friends, yeah. that at least that conversation took place. Absolutely. Again, not you don't have to have a conversation in the place of like, hey, you think it's cool if I do this? It's not. It's just like, yo, I don't want you to be blindsided by it, but yes. this is the way I'm feeling. I think I'm headed yep. elsewhere. And you know what I mean? What is what is another person going to do? And you'll be there in a year or two, so don't worry. I doubt that conversation happened. Like, you know what's so funny? I don't even think hey, – I think we're going to go back and listen to the AD conversations, and we're going to – wherever he ends up, we're going to be Oh, like, I know. I yo, agree. we were all off. I agree. Could we yeah, sound kind of crazy with the Raider winner already? With the Antonio – yeah, Antonio Brown. That's we already kind of sound crazy because we were saying all NFC teams. That's true. Very true. So okay, let's go. look at some of the games tonight. Let's do it. Since you've been um, following a lot of NBA, I'm going to give you – the total, you're going to tell me over or under, and I'm going to give you the spread. You're going to take the points with the underdog, or you're going to lay the points with the favorite. Okay. Okay, so the Raptors go to Cleveland, <laughs> and they are actually favored in Cleveland. Oh, are they? But they're minus eight and a half. They're going to cover. They're going to cover? Absolutely. All right. And the total is 222 and a half. Why do they think Cleveland's going to score that much? Maybe because they do. I don't know. Whatever. Um, two twenty-two. They're <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. you're say over. Yes. Okay. Toronto's gonna score. Probably I love every time. Themselves. Every time we have this segment, it never surprises me. You always say like your first reaction to the first total is always like, "I hate the NBA." Right now. I hate it. Cause like, I hate like, it. I, you're just surprised every time though. It's I like, hate it. Really? They're still that high. Okay. Um, I think I saw one game recently that i think it was 288 the over under and i was like what? you guys are gonna score 140 what a piece like you guys that's the prediction going in yeah i hate the nba sometimes that's crazy every game is not supposed to be an all-star game right was the all-star game even that it's i mean when you kind of look at the final score in the midst of everything it's just like kind of blends in but all right right okay so stand up. so the king's Go to Washington to face the Wizards. The Wizards are minus one and a half. No. Kings take it. Really? Do they Buddy win Hill. or do you need the plus one and a half? Kings win. Okay. That's not too far off because the money line's only 105. So it's pretty much like even money yeah. for um, the total on that game is 240. <laughs> 240. That's it. Who is it? The Kings and Washington? Yeah. Kings yeah, and they'll Wizards. They'll get that. They'll get that. You're staying over two? Yeah, they'll get that. Okay, um, next we have Detroit going to Brooklyn, mm. face the Nets. Um, the Nets are minus two and a half. Ooh-wee. It's a hard one. Detroit's going to Brooklyn? Yes. Brooklyn covers. Okay, so that's minus two and a half. The total on the game is 223. Over. Over. Okay. Um, Hornets go to Houston. The Rockets are minus eight. Hornets go to Houston. You know what's so crazy, though? I'm thinking because 
Detroit has a shot at that AC and Brooklyn's in the sixth or seventh or something like that. Yeah, you want to go back to that one? I think I want to go under now. Okay. Because now this is the time, this is going to be eerily reminiscent of a playoff game. Okay. So, like, the game's going to slow down. I like that. It should slow down. Makes sense. Um, okay. Hornets in Houston. I don't even know what Houston's favored by, but Houston wins. Um, They're minus eight. Yeah, they win. And they cover? They... They played Dallas last. I mean, yeah, they played Dallas last. Um, yeah, they cover. It's close in the first half, though, but they cover. Um, yeah, they did play Dallas last. Okay. Oh, they won 94-93. Yeah, but it was Chris Paul with that block at the end. Block Jalen Brunson. Are they on a roll right now? Houston? Houston? They're picking up steam. They're, they're on to something. The Western Conference is a lot more uh, more interesting. Yes, they actually just jumped ahead, right? Of Portland. Yes. Right. Last time we spoke, they were in fifth. So yeah, um, that three, four, five is OKC, Houston, and yes. And honestly, the three, four, five in both conferences because OKC, Houston, Portland, and then in the Eastern Conference, Indiana, uh, Boston, and Philly. Yes. Oh man, crazy. I think um, I might be talking too long, huh? We got to take a break right here. Uh yeah we let's let's knock out this one really quick. Okay, then we're coming back to these games. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. UNLV Summer Term is a proud supporter of RepFest, happening Tuesday, March 12th at the UNLV Student Union. RepFest is a celebration of art and local music, featuring 15 performances across two stages. Find lineup and artist info at repfest.com and information on Summer Term at summerterm.unlv.edu. RepFest is back and as bigger than ever. Tuesday, March 12th, experience a music festival UNLV style. Featuring Harvey Listen, Haley Amano, Britney Souls, and 15 other performances across two stages. Tuesday, March 12th, at the UNLV Student Union. Open to all, sponsored by UNLV Summer Term, Nevada Donor Network, Con Am, and the voice of UNLV, 91.5, The Rebel HD2. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White. Yes, yes. Here with Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. You don't say. We still have a half hour, so don't go anywhere. Stick with us. Um, I want to finish these NBA games. But first, really quick, this this is just getting out of hand, the Smashburger talk. But my oh, mom man, just texted me and was like, Smashburger's awesome. Yes, let's go there after. <laughs> All right, cool. So it looks like that's what, that's what everybody's doing. Yep. Okay, so we're talking about NBA, the games that we have mm-hmm. on board tonight. So we have two more. Mm-hmm. And you're okay with me writing these down, right? And I get to, keep, the, I get to keep a record always, of you for... Always. And we get to bring it back up. Always. I think I was nervous about the first one, and then you came back and told me I was six for eight. I was like, yeah, 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 run me. Let's do it again. Yeah, yeah, keep uh, track. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, start keeping track of all of these. Um, Especially NBA. Like, you know your stuff, that's for sure. And you're not even like... he's. A sports better like you just know the game and you know you know the rosters how they're playing what's going on so it works out right sometimes right. people have too many like numbers going on in their head and they like you know mm-hmm. mess with themselves a little i feel like what helps me is i'm realistic like i try again i try to say just be realistic be a realistic fan it makes the the off season so much more simpler if you set the realistic goal of oh i want to make it to the second round right 
and then your team goes to the West to the Eastern Conference Finals and you kinda look around and be like, you know what, that's a win for me. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So people are like, Oh, championship, championship and then your team doesn't make the playoffs and you're ready to riot. Why'd you do that to yourself? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially when you have uh no control at all. For real. You can't even say so little control. You have zero control. Zero. And I told you every time a trade I told you when the Khalil Mack trade happened, that was my brother's team to a, a conference rival of me. I called him like he made the trade, like, yo. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. And he was like, you think I wanted that trade? And I was like, well, why'd you do it? Yeah. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, why'd you do it? What happened? What happened? What, what did I do to you? Like, I was about to tear up. I was like, what did I do? That is what so did I, why, What did I do to deserve that? That is so funny. It is so true, too. <laughs> you know Aaron ain't got nobody out there. You know poor Medina. I used to, I'm like, hey, what Ain't no poor Medina. She's celebrating the ring. That's ain't true. no poor Medina. That's true. But when, you know, that news broke, I'm like, Medina, you knew this the whole time? You didn't Man. tell us? <laughs> she she knew. She knew. She knew. She had the plug. Okay. Did you give me an over-under Hornets versus Rockets? What was it? 224 and a half. Mm. That is the highest one so far. Who are they playing? Charlotte? Charlotte. Under. Under. Ironically, the next two are even higher. So mm. let's see. Um, Oklahoma City is going to Utah to face the Jazz. <clears throat> and the Jazz are minus three. They're minus three? Yes. They win, but they don't cover. Okay, so you're taking the Thunder plus three. Doesn't necessarily mean they have to win. Yeah. They just got to keep it close. See, this is where me being a a fan of all and like, you know, trying to keep up with everything, Mm -hmm. but not like diehard NBA. Mm -hmm. This is where I look at this and I'm like, what did I miss? (laughs) Like, I'll take the thunder all day. And I'm like, Donovan Mitchell hit a switch. Yes. Donovan Mitchell hit a switch recently. Like he's, he's on one. That game where they hosted Milwaukee and Giannis, I think, scored 43. Utah still won that game. Donovan Mitchell wow. scored 46. Wow. So Donovan Mitchell is, yeah, he he he's he's figuring out what's going on in that sophomore year. He's figuring it out. All right, I got to write this down. 6 p.m. Eastern time. Sorry. That's tonight, yeah. 6, 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's, That's tonight. Tonight, yep. Yeah, I might have I'm to. I'm going to catch that one. I might have to, too, so I can get on board with Utah Jazz. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they can do it again in the playoffs. They knocked out OKC last year. You're right. Mm-hmm. You are right. Joe Ingles got after Paul George, and I don't. Again, I tell people all the time, Paul George is my favorite player in the league today. Don't care. Smoothest player on earth. Makes it look easy. Every shot he shoots, that's one player. Every shot he shoots, it looks good. Yeah. It looks absolutely good. Like I'm shocked when he misses. It just looks easy, and I know people like to say KD. I think he has a. Not even A. He has the silkiest game in the league. Have you seen him in person? Paul George? Yes. USA Basketball. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. You might have to go see like an actual game. I would love to. Right? I would love to. Before, uh, I won't even say it. Okay, so um, the total on that is 226. Mm-hmm. Highest one so far. 226. Thunder and Jazz. Over. Over. Yeah, that's a conference matchup. They'll be over. And last but not least, we have the Boston Celtics in L.A. facing the little brother, facing the Clippers. Um, Celtics are minus two in L.A. You did say you did mention something about this, didn't you? 
I did, but also I mentioned at the baseball game that we were at when I said that the Celtics and the Lakers was going to be a good game. Yeah. And you were like, is it? And I was like, Kyrie is going to put on a show. What did Kyrie have? 19 and 11, I think. Um, so he was setting up teammates. I don't think he looked at that Laker game as an audition. That Clipper game. Okay. He might. Okay. I understand he's an East Coast kid and he probably wants to go back to Brooklyn or or he probably wants to go back to the uh, his neck of the woods where he, I think he's from Jersey. Um, but he wants to go to Brooklyn or go to the Knicks. I don't know if anybody wants to go to the Knicks, <laughs> but um, he might look at this as like, oh, let me let me let me let me see let me see what it would be like playing here. So you're taking the Celtics minus two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll, they'll cover. They'll cover. I don't. Again, I love Doc Rivers, but I know the Celtics probably are. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Nah, never mind. I was gonna try to make a make an argument that he's playing his old team in in Boston, but nah, not gonna happen. I think the Celtics are. They found something. They figured something out. I agree. Okay. Um, total on that is two twenty seven. Under. Under. Okay. We'll find out how you do Sheesh. at our next podcast, which we need to figure out the details because yes. there's no way we're skipping two weeks. Sunday. Sunday. S- Selection Sunday, right? Yes. Cool. Yes. Cool. Um, okay, so hockey's getting a little crazy. Yes, yes. And we're getting, about it. we're getting closer and closer. And last week I mentioned, but it's crazy. Um, this first period thing is so much fun to follow. <laughs> Like yesterday, I was just watching the Penguins game, and 90 seconds in, they score. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm waiting, waiting. Like six minutes in the first period, they score again. I'm like, okay, the other team doesn't even have to <laughs> have to play. That one's done. Um, the Knights too. Did you catch the Knights game? Not I last night was heard, not good. Yeah, I'm about to say I heard about it. I didn't catch it. Two nights ago, killed it, killed it. They were winning five one in the first period. I think I got that email from the RJ. I got that email. Yeah, you got that one. That I think that was. Did they win six two or six one? Yep, six two. Six two. Yeah, I got that email. Yeah. So hopefully they figured something out, mm-hmm. and we're hoping that they're going to make it back to the playoffs and actually do some damage. Um, the problem is those teams like Washington Capitals aren't really going anywhere. Yeah, I was about to say at this point you kind of we've the good thing about. The hockey season is, I feel like, a lot of the people that we were talking about in the beginning of the year, we're still talking about at the end of the year. Yeah. Which, um, again, I've been watching basketball a lot closer than I've been watching hockey, but the Rockets, like, started out the year at the at the top of it, and then a month and a half in, we were like, whoa, they might actually be out of the playoffs, so now who moves in? But when you look at hockey, I think still the constant conversation is still between four or five teams. They're yeah. like one of these. This is going to be your final four still. Yeah. Like people are still, regardless of what the conversation is, they're like, these are still your final four. It's funny too because I asked two of my guy friends yesterday. I'm like, okay, give me your projected Stanley Cup mm-hmm. final matchup or whatever. And so one of them came out with like, the Bruins, I believe, from the Eastern Conference, and mm-hmm. then maybe the Flames. And then the other one had the Jets. I don't know what, vice versa. But it was weird because mm-hmm. I had one from each of theirs. So I was like, yeah, I have the Lightning oh, okay, okay, okay. and the Jets, and one of them had them and another team. So there's, so, yeah, there is a, is a, I don't want to see a general consensus, but there's a somewhat of a consensus there's in terms some, of powerhouses, at least. Yes. Lightning is 
really good. They've They're, been mentioned since day one. Nashville was still mentioned since day one. San Jose was mentioned. Um, the Golden Knights were mentioned. San, yes, Calgary San, kind San of picked Jose up throughout was, the season for me. They were like doing great. They got Carlson mm-hmm. on defense and whatnot, and then he's been out, and mm. now they haven't been looking as great. They're still beating us. Mm. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. in the Pacific, but you are right. Everyone you just said, Nashville. For the most part. Yeah, Nashville Jets, Capitals, but also the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. The Bruins, Bruins. Maple Leafs could sneak in there. Lightning have 108 points, and the next highest is like 93. Is that crazy? Are you serious? Yeah. Yo. And the next highest is the Bruins in their same division. That's crazy. Mm. (laughs) i'm not gonna use the word lopsided but the cream rises to the top right so um so this is fun because it was in our alternative stats Mm -hmm. so um we'll do this for um caprice too so she can practice when she's Uh, listening she'll be like okay who are the six first the six first nhl teams oh my god do we remember the bruins okay the rangers yep the Canucks? Was no. it Vancouver? No. Okay. So was it? It's the same game for sure. Maple Leafs? Yes. Now so I'm checking three. myself. Penguins? Um, no. I don't think so. Hold on. Now I have to. Hold on. I was about to say, do I have to fill the air? But, um, man, Bruins, Rangers, Maple Leafs. You need a list of teams because that would help you a lot. Oh, yeah, here maybe. we go. Yeah, you'll see it on there. On the It's not the Penguins. Oh. You're thinking. Philly. The Flyers, no? Nope, not the Flyers. Yeah, can you tell that this is not my strong sport? That's okay. Um, We're... Wait, so hold on. Wait, who did I already say? I said Toronto. You said Toronto. Said you said New York Rangers, Rangers and Boston, yes. You're missing two that you're going to be so mad at yourself. The other one I have to uh, find, too. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Edmonton? Nope. But you are on the right track. It is definitely a Canadian team that you have. Ottawa. Nope. Why am I still striking out? And I gave you the best hint. Yeah, that's why. But I remember when I said Vancouver, I said that. I was like, I know it's. Then I went Maple Leafs right after. Who yes. am I missing? And I feel like I – do I have this? Wait a minute. Do you have all the teams or is that just the nah, teams this that is are some playing? No, these are the teams that are playing. Yeah, that's going to hurt you. It's not on there. Okay, I'm let's happy. skip I it. Got three. Let's skip it. Um, think about another huge – Market. Yes. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's why I'm like Blackhawks? Yes. Chicago. Yep. yep. Okay, one more pretty big market – um how did i forget the blackhawks that's crazy i told you you're gonna be mad about that one another big market i'm thinking about la but it wasn't i did a new york team i did a chicago team there's another canadian team that i'm missing yep and the other one is a big market is it in florida no is it in texas no what the big market did i leave out they're known for not being like the cleanest city, <laughs> and I say that in a. And like I kn- a, I'm mad that I kn- I think I know. Is it the Red Wings? Yes. That's so foul. 
Wow. Okay, and then the Canadian is the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal. Mont- Montreal. Okay, there we go. There Detroit. we go. Shout out to Juan, too, who's actually from Detroit. Somebody I work with at the rec center. But, yeah. I've never been to Detroit, so I that wasn't so fair. Bad. I want to go so bad. Right? That is the... Yeah, I was about to say, once you, it's... I mean, a lot of things. It's almost one of those things where I, I know a friend. I have a friend named Jada who's um, from Chicago, and she gets so irritated when somebody's like, "Oh, Chirac." Yeah, she hates it. Yeah. She's like, "No, bro, it's not that." Like, she she says all the time she has no problem admitting that gun violence, for the most part, has not like attacked her family, and she's from Chicago, so she's like, "Yeah, it's it's not that. It's usually outsiders that's pushing that that." that agenda and that out there yeah so um because of reasons like that i want to go to chicago i want to go to detroit i want to go to these different places yeah absolutely um what did you call vegas you gave vegas a name and i was I not happy about it i did i said it was um the east coast I oh yeah because i said the um because didn't you say that this I was the new york yeah because you said that I, I did because you said this was the new york yeah of uh the west coast and i was like yeah i don't believe so i think san francisco is the new york of the west coast i said vegas is probably closer to the chicago of the west coast and i was like not for the reasons that you're thinking mainly because chicago is a beautiful place to look at like chicago is insane a lot of a lot of older people go there to retire for what it's worth right chicago has so many different things that you will have just in terms of attractions you'll never be born in chicago that's what i mean you'll never be born in vegas like a lot of people like to say oh it's just a strip wrong it's so many things in this entire state that you can do that makes me kind of lean more towards like a chicago with like plenty of things plenty of tourist attractions plenty of things for locals to never get bored with right but is it the new york like the pinnacle where everything is like constantly moving like that vegas is constantly moving but in a di- for a different reason going to new york again i only been once i want to go back in uh, november for my birthday we got to talk about that um but i've only been once we have for a lot work of, a lot of we have a lot of trips see in new york. yes that's a bit, that's and i've seen the yankees so i'm down to go catch a met game if you're okay. now so um jacob degrom jacob degrom start yep there we go are you with it yeah right, it's just it's not like he never mind Time out. Never mind. I was about to throw a shot at him and about to say, my birthday's in November. He's not going to be pitching in November. What? That, that hurts. It's the truth. <laughs> it is the truth. And Jacob DeGrom is not pitching in November this upcoming season unless he gets traded. I'm <clears throat> just speechless. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, I see, I see you scratch your throat, so I cleared mine for you. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> but yeah. But again, like I said, I think that San Francisco is probably closer to the New York or the West. And um, Vegas is probably something like the Chicago. Okay. I could see it. I guess. What about LA? I'm going to be honest. Maybe because I'm from there. No place like home. No place like home. Like, LA is la like and you know what's so funny because max kellerman said it and he says it all the time and it's very very true he said where does america's exports um oh no where does uh, yeah where does america export it's um <clears throat> it's lifestyle from i was like wait what and i was like wait what what did he just ask on national television and what he said was where does america export its culture from la la is the hub you see something that's in la oh it's cool it's instantly cool because you've seen it in L.A. Oh, yeah. So he was like, so because of that reason, like, that's the only parallel I could draw because Max Kellerman says that about it. Like, it's kind of like that hub, that mecca, quote unquote, 
I love different cities for different reasons. But home, I can't put into words. Home is home. Like, it's it's so much. I couldn't compare something to L.A. I, got, I went to New York and was like, let's see how close it is to L.A. The people. I was like, you guys think that you guys are so different from California. And it's like, you're you're, you're really not. But the city itself, way different from L.A. Oh, yeah. Completely different from L.A. When I got to Frisco, that's when I was like, oh, this is it. This is this is more it. So I don't know. This is fun. I like comparing like that or trying to. Like you said, you can't always. Right, but I mean, it gives us more of a reason to start traveling now. Because we'll be like, oh, now we got to go compare it to Florida. Now we got to go to Chicago. Now we got to go to Detroit. Like, so, yeah, again, like I said, we got multiple sports arenas and stadiums that we want to check off and see. So we'll be we'll be making moves. Ironically, I've always been, quote, unquote, a homebody. And, like, my family was always like, come on, we're going to go on this vacation. I'm like, eh, I think I'm going to sit this one out. I'd rather just stay home. But I guess – when you know what your first love is and it's got to be sports, I'm like all about it. Like All yes. about traveling. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden I want to travel. Man, I, I've only been on one flight and it was that New York trip. Oh, yeah. I'm so eager to get on a flight now. I'm like, let's go here. Let's go here. Like, I'm trying to find reasons to hop on a plane now. Yeah, even though you're afraid of heights. So afraid of heights. I'm telling you, I'm the weirdest person in the world. You can get me in a plane. You will not get me to walk near the banister, like the clear banister on the third floor of the mall. Never walking near that. <laughs> Never gonna walk near that. I could sneeze. Like I got locks. Like yeah. I, I, I could feel like something's crawling on me and react too much and and shift myself. <laughs> I don't know. Like my mind goes crazy when I'm on the third floor of a mall. But in an airplane, looking over, looking at water, I'm like, usually water is the only time when I'm like, yeah, okay, we're over water right now. Like there's no solid anything under us. That's the only time I kind of freak out. But other than that, I'm low key in the window looking Agreed. out. Agreed. Um, okay, well, we basically hit everything. Do you have a chatterbox corner for us? Uh, no, this particular time I don't. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with it because I feel like I've been doing it the same way for a little bit, so I want to switch it up. I just don't know how yet. I want to add to it. You know, I don't, I don't like staying stagnant for very right. long. Um, something, something got to be different about it. I just don't know. Okay, I do have another question for you, What's but I'm going to come back to it after... Does dad have a tip-in? Uh, dad does have a tip-in. Should we do this now? Sure. Yeah. Or are right. you trying to wait until... Well, I mean, the... yeah, we, we got four minutes until our, our next break. Uh, okay. Well, actually, let's take that break now. Okay. Perfect. Sounds good. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White with Chatterbox. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yeah. Real. Independent. Rock. On the rebel. For those about to rock, I salute you. 91.5 HD2. They'll challenge your authority because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.
If you or someone you care about is on Medicaid Managed Care, we urge you to listen to this important message. Open enrollment ends June 30th. With now four managed care organizations to choose from, Aetna Better Health, Silver Summit Health Plan, Amerigroup Community Care, and Health Plan of Nevada, you can choose the plan that best meets your family's needs. All four managed care organizations offer value-added benefits over and above the regular Medicaid benefits. Open enrollment ends June 30th. With four managed care organizations to choose from and more robust benefits, it's important that you know your options. If you did not receive your letter in the mail or you need additional information, contact the Medicaid District offices by calling in Las Vegas 702-668-4200 and in Reno 775-687-1900 or log on to dhcfp.nv.gov. This message sponsored by the Nevada Department of Health and Human Services aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Don't worry, you still have 12 more minutes with us. I'm Alex White here with Chatterbox. Yes, yes. Okay, we have a few more things to hit on before we call it a day. What's going on? And then... Don't worry, everyone. If you missed this or you caught um, caught us late, mm-hmm. follow our social media pages. Yes. On uh, Facebook, it's Talk, talk That, that talk, talk Radio Show. Radio Show. And we're going to post our audio. Yes, yes. It will be posted pl- to SoundCloud. Should be up tonight. Yes. So make sure if you missed the first hour, you catch that. Um, okay, really quick. So we were talking about Chatterbox Corner. You mentioned about doing an article on the Sundays mm-hmm. in February. And I thought that was really interesting. So I was curious if this was done yet. I'm so glad that you found it interesting because you reminded me during the break and I forgot. And it, I'm going to be talking to myself in my, in my article now because it must have successfully happened. Because okay. one person told me a long time ago, they were like, hey, really quick. How do you keep a black person distracted during um during uh Black, black History, History Month? Month? And I was like, I don't know. Like, what do you what are you asking me right now? He was like, I'll tell you. He was like, um, he was like the Super Bowl, the Grammys, the Oscars, and there was another I can't and I still forgot it, but there's another one the fourth Sunday. Yeah. He was like, What do all of those things have in common? I was like, I don't know. He was like a week's worth of buildup and the person walked away from me and I was like, wow. I was like, you're absolutely onto something because we can't have something every day of it. But on the day when everybody's at home, typically on a Sunday when everybody's at home relaxing, watching whatever it is, you don't want to watch it. If you haven't heard the buildup, you don't know who the nominees are. You right. don't know what the conversation has been during media week for the Super Bowl, And it happens every single year. I'm like, wow look at all of these and i'm like and i'm looking at the conversation of the week after and it's just like wow that's and then you got reactions to the grammys that goes on the week after right which yeah leads exactly into the which we then, did which, which we I, absolutely did so i was like wow you're can't get around it you're right can't get around it yeah so you'll have to let us know we can uh plug that story when yeah. you do it over spring break yes yes we'll we'll make sure that we um we'll make sure that um that we address that one again because I definitely allow myself to get um, 
to get sidetracked. And like I said, I'm kind of ashamed that I even allowed myself to get sidetracked. But thank you for not letting me get sidetracked. I, what are co-hosts for, right? For real, for real. Like, what are friends for? Uh, Forget co-hosts. What, there is, what we are go. friends for? That's true. Um, but yeah, let's see. I'm going to my phone to look for my dad's tipping, and here it is. And this is going to go into a conversation, which perfectly we're ending on this, because this is going to still bleed into the conversation that we're going to have on whatever podcast. Uh, I mean, whenever we do the next podcast, regardless, because we've seen it too many times, especially in recent memory. And when I say recent memory, I mean weeks, like a couple of weeks. Um, my dad's tip in is athlete safety. Okay. When a fan can run up to a, play, to a player uncontested and physically assault that player before he even sees him coming is scary. Case in point, yesterday's incident where Jack Grellish, I really hope I'm not, maybe Grillish, Jack Grillish, the middle, the midfielder for Aston Villa, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, please somebody correct me, was punched from behind by a fan. The fan was fined and banned from com- from attending football matches in the UK for 10 years but is it really worth it if he had a gun or a knife when professionals are playing on the field court or arena stadium whatever the case may be they are so focused on a game they should not have to worry about crazy fans attacking them better security measures should and need to be addressed ironically that goes in with a conversation we've been dying to have as well so we're going to tie exactly what my dad just said into the Utah State you uh, I'm gonna say UNLV, Utah State UNR situation into the Russell Westbrook situation as well. Yes. Um. So we can again, like I said, I'm not talking about UNR on UNLV time. We're not doing that. But I'll let you choose which one we end the show on. You want to talk about the incident that happened yesterday, or do you want to talk about the Russell Westbrook incident, which is leads into the bigger conversation of athlete yeah. safety? Yeah. Well, I've been. Yeah, I, let's start with Westbrook. Westbrook. Then let's, I want to read up on that, that your dad sent, because mm-hmm. this is definitely going to go over to the podcast Absolutely. too, because we Absolutely. have a lot to talk about with it. But I 100% agree, and I think that Westbrook was not in the wrong by any means. And by just simply telling the father, like, hey, can you please control right. your son? I don't think that was inappropriate or wrong or, you know, out of his nor or out of his rights i guess yeah like he's on the court he's playing like absolutely i'm giving you a show and people are like the kid was barely tapping him or whatever it's not like he was fully hitting him right it's just the principle of when he turned around and he seen it was a little kid first thing he did was like who's sitting next to him and when he seen it it was the dad that's why he kind of looked the way that he did like it was almost a look of really and again if you guys are just now like tuning into what we're talking about we're talking about russell westbrook this was what two weeks ago i believe it was yeah. a fan i believe it was an okc or no it's denver um kind of just kind of nah, they hit him he, he, he hit him a couple of times you can kind of tell when a kid is tapping you and hitting you that was his version of hitting him and um just hit him on the shoulder didn't hurt russell westbrook by any means but um what, what gets to me and everybody likes to say oh well like the dad wasn't looking the dad whatever whatever there's a different angle where somebody's recording from like the baseline kind of, and you see, because they're so zoomed in, you see after the kid touches Westbrook, you see the dad's left hand reach behind him and pull the kid. That's why the kid sat down. So on the other angle, when Russell looks at him, it looks like the kid just sits down because of it. So once I seen that the parent pulled him, you seen him. You seen him touch him. Yeah. And you seen Russ respond the way that he responded. I don't understand, again, what they're saying about this generation, but... I like to think that I turned out a pretty decent human and where I acted where I acted out at, 
is where I got chastised at. You don't want to get chastised here? Don't act out here. Yeah, exactly. Period. And that's just the way that I was raised. And the fact that you pulled him down, you could have easily pulled him down and said, yo, what's up with you? Do I need to tell you? I need to, I need to pull you to the back and have a conversation with you? You could have left it just as that because he knows what he, he's old enough to know what he did. And I promise you, Russell Westbrook would have walked away. Yeah. There's no reason why Russell Westbrook should be p- holding the basketball, risking a technical, telling you, hey, your kid probably shouldn't hit random people. Yeah. And then, for the, again, yesterday's situation for the grown man to, yo, I have seen, I'll put it this way, what sports, I don't think they'll ever do it, but what needs to happen is what needs to happen at these games I understand that they're investments and everything else, but I remember watching wrestling when I was really, really young, and Triple H was fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, and I remember somebody, too. yes, and somebody ran in the ring, and I forgot what they were like both on the ground or whatever. Somebody ran in the ring and started attacking Stone Cold. Right? They're obviously in the middle of a match. Whatever the script was went out the window when you saw Triple H hop up, and he laid into that fan. Really? And you realize, like, this isn't a script. Like, that's when you kind of realize that like, the referee was kind of like, yo, like, get off. And when they kind of asked Triple H about it, he was like, we're performers. You're in the ring. This is what we do in the ring. You wanted to be in here. Jeez. So that's would it have so been true, super wrong if everybody on that field yesterday put hands on that man? Even the opposing team. With, like in the grand scheme of things, can we say that it's so wrong? I don't know, man. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, don't put you. I've always been taught, like I said, if you don't want repercussions, you can't do certain actions. Right. So I mean, hey, running onto a field to play like that. Why would you even want to do that anyway? I, I, like it's so much testosterone down there. Like, and you're in the stands chilling. You don't have that level. Your 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 adrenaline isn't running like that. So, yeah, you're not going to match that intensity in 10 seconds. You're not going to do it. Uh, I guess alcohol. I don't know why people do these. Stupidity? Yeah, stupidity. Hey, I actually have um, something really fun to end on right now. Because, <laughs> Please. But we're, we'll come back to that. But so we've been talking about AB, right, mm-hmm. and the Raiders mm-hmm. this whole time. So I just saw on Twitter um, Anthony Zuniga. He, his son played for the Rebels probably – three or four years ago um but he tweeted he said hey the raiders need to give credit to unlv baseball 335 club for first planting the seed with ab 84 and then he posted a picture of one of the members of the 335 with what appears to be ab (laughs) with a football is this when did this happen i have no idea he just tweeted this has AB practiced here before? This is what we need to dig into. I have so many questions right now. I do too. I really do. Yo, <laughs> I love sports. Because I've I've heard before of like professionals. They're here. Yeah, practicing out there. So yeah. I'm just curious. But the best part is this guy on in the 335 is obviously he's like, you know, having a great time at the baseball game. He's like, has his shirt up next to this. <laughs> what appears to be a professional athlete with an eight pack and so we got to find out if this is really it looks real 
Okay. It definitely looks real. But can you imagine like watching a UNLV baseball game, getting down to go get a hot link off the grill or something, and you see Antonio Brown no. playing catch in the field? Like, yo, I'm I'm sorry. I love UNLV baseball, but I'm about to take this I, moment to play catch for the next 15 minutes. I'm about to call my girl Mackenzie because she <laughs> hasn't missed a UNLV baseball game. Her mm-hmm. dad coached here for he actually coached my brother when he was hey. playing here. So yeah. So um, Mackenzie, I'm about to call you because we got to find this out. I feel like I remember this happening though. Yeah. I actually remember like catching wind of it or like the next game or whatever. Like, oh, you missed it. Like so and so is practicing here. Wow. I'll find out. Wow. Today was fun. What a great show. Chatterbox, you're the best. Hey everyone, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening to us. We're on we're Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. We'll have our podcast this week and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Come talk, talk with Chatterbox. We got it all.